Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shevska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Thursday, November 11th, it's noon, and it's news that you can use from YAA. Hey, Zach, it appears as if you might have just caught a big one. Oh, man, is that a big one. How you doing, Pops? I I am, you know, for an old fart that just visited his uh, his physician yesterday, <laughs> apparently I'm still doing good. You did go through your checkup, which was good. Do a quick sound check if anyone on the live, tre- live stream could let us know, make sure everything's coming through loud and clear that'd be great possibly we have some folks with us the shoot fashion is here with us toyota needs to have online ordering the toyota dealership in the dmv area crooked coons toyota wants to sell a corolla for almost 35 to forty thousand dollars. my god somebody needs to learn how to spell coons uh we've got jose here saying remember to say 12 noon 9 a.m pacific just like tv national broadcast you are both I- out to the entire usa how how about i do it the way they do it on npr that would be noon and nine west Noon East and Nine West. Well, Pops, today is a fun day. Oh, and we've got retired Emco in the Twitch chat. Ray, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Frank from Tennessee, thanks for that. We love everyone that's with us on Twitch. Again, don't understand it, but we absolutely love it. May May I say that, that today is the first day that I actually feel 100% completely recovered from my booster and my flu shot. Yeah, I mean, you got both in the same arm in the same day. That was kind of a bold move. Yes, yes. Even the doctor said, why'd you do that? (laughs) So, Pops, let's kick things off today with the headline from Automotive News. We're going to touch on dealer profits, and we're also going to touch on inventory levels. We got the latest data back on the JOIN YAA website, new car inventory levels for the month of November. It is fascinating to see what's going on. Could the numbers get lower? For Yes. Apparently they can. (laughs) apparently they can indeed but let's start out dad with this headline from automotive news average dealership profit on pace to shatter 2020 record nada data shows according to the nada the average u.s u.s dealership recorded net pre-tax profit of three million dollars through september pops i know you read through this article heck i know you spent 40 years in the dealership what was your takeaway from this news well, if, if they've made that much just in the first nine months, um, which I believe the average last year was $1.8 million for the year. Um, so, that, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to significantly soar past um, their profits that they made last year. And that's net profit. And, and that's after all expenses. And in the past, a dealership was thought to do well if they retained one and a half cents to three cents out of every dollar spent, kind of like how a grocery store operates. But this would indicate that those numbers are probably closer to four to maybe six percent um, is is af- actually making it to the bottom line. So apparently for dealerships, it's like having Adam Pac-Man Jones in the in the showroom floor every day, making it rain, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Indeed. And Pops, so NADA is the National Dealers Association of America. National Automobile Dealers Association. 
Cool. And so thank you for that. And so the actual like underlying source data here, anyone can access this. And so I've pulled it up on the screen. I mean, it's multiple pages here of like profiles of different dealerships that we can that we can run through. But let's and, look at some and of the numbers. In, and in this particular case, these would not be profiles in courage. <laughs> oh, where's my wait, do I have one second? Um wait, wait, wait. Say it again. The, the, these, would not be, these would not be profiles in courage today. <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. So, so if you're here with this live, you can see it on the screen, but let's run through some of the numbers, Dad. Total sales, total volume of dollars going through the dealership up 26.7% for the average new car dealership in the United States. Total gross is up 43.7%. Total expenses are up 16%. Total uh, operating profit up four hundred and fifty six percent. Ooh, that that seems normal. <laughs> the net profit before tax, the three million number that you were just tossing out, is up one hundred and twenty eight percent compared to this time last year. Yes, another normal occurrence. We've got the um, new vehicle total sales up twenty four point three percent from last year. The and and that's not based on. The, excuse yeah. me, Zach, but that wouldn't be based on volume. No, that is based, that that is dollars, and those dollars are coming from additional dealer markup, uh, extra F and I products, and uh, and anything else that these creative dealers can think of to well, add. For the selling price. And Pops, that's what the numbers here start to really get interesting, right? So the new vehicle selling price is around $41,000. This time last year was $38,000, a 7% increase. Yes. This gross as percentage of selling price, 9.2% up from 6%. You're making more money per car sold is essentially what this is telling us. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. The retail gross profit per new vehicle retailed is $3,778, up 65% from the same time last year. Yes, and last year, last year that number was up significantly because prior to the pandemic, an average new car gross profit, retail gross profit on a new car, was about $300. This is insane. This is truly yes. insane. Total number of new vehicles retailed is actually up 16%. So amidst the chip shortage, we haven't seen necessarily the total number of vehicles sold at new new car dealerships go down, but the amount of markup attributed to them and the amount that are on the on the dealer's lot ready to go, that's obviously uh, what's down. But 644 vehicles retailed compared to 556 this time last year. I, 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 that, that number I find hard to believe, but that's okay. These are, these are their stats. They've collected the data. F&I gross as a percentage of new vehicle department sales, 3.4% up from 3.2. And F&I penetration on new vehicles is still at 94.3%, meaning that an F&I product is sold on 94.3% of new vehicles. Yes. Nuts. Nuts. And, th and that also means that 94.3% of people are either financing or leasing. So that means that less than 6% of all those who buy cars pay cash. Yep. That's what that means. And so for all the people that are that that place comments that say, well, you shouldn't buy the car unless you pay cash. Well, less than six percent of the population that's buying cars actually finds themselves in the position to be able to pay cash for a vehicle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well said. We've got a few more stats on the used car side and then we can move on from this. But it's pretty, pretty incredible. Uh, used car sales 
uh, in terms of uh, volume and revenues up 35%. Um, the used car price is up 19%. Average used car sold retail gross profit per used vehicle sold is up 36% year over year. Fixed operations are up 12%. The amount of advertising dollars spent per vehicle is down 3%. Um, floor plan interest is down, uh, excuse me, is up. Which, how does this work, Bob? How the heck can floor plan interest be up 324%? It, 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 I don't see how it can be because the cars aren't spending any time on the lot. Yeah, so that's a little fuzzy. I don't understand how the heck that it, could Unless work. that could be uh, the floor plan interest on used cars because most most dealers, they don't pay cash for either new or used. And a lot of dealerships have been have invested much more heavily on the pre-owned side of things. And the floor plan charges for the pre-owned cars are slightly higher than they are for the new cars. We've got Sal C in the chat saying, hey, guys, can I get some help on lease numbers for a 2022 BMW M340i? Absolutely, you can, Sal. Probably the best way that we can help you, just like everyone else that's on the stream right now, is back on the community forum. We actually have uh, a Review My Deal buying channel and a Review My Deal leasing channel. And so, Sal, what I encourage you to do is like come in here and we'll look at like this Jeep Wagoneer lease. Put your information in and you will get help. And, and lots of help. Lots of help. So you can let us know here on the stream like what your what your deal is, but I encourage you like post it back on the forum. We're really proud of like the actual help that you'll get back there. Yeah, we have some, we, if I may, we have some we have some real honest to God superstars when it comes to helping people um, with with knowing what they're doing and, and how they're doing with their deal between justice fill and uh, space it's just an incredible team and i couldn't be prouder of the work that that those gentlemen do so pops here's a question i've got for you and, and brett's kind of hitting it on the hit on the head here and yet we're supposed to believe that dealer markups are just being them being competitive in the marketplace we've got other people in the chat saying when 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 will these prices come back to, down to reality i'm ready to buy a new truck here's what i'm thinking pops everyone is making more money in this new model everyone mm -hmm. Yes, With the exception of the OEMs, but the OEMs, I think, are going to figure it out. And they're the ones really kind of like holding the bag right now and saying, OK, we just if we could produce more, we'd make more money. There is not going to be a back to normal, in my opinion. Why would there be? Dealership profits are up so much. Why would there be? Yeah, I I, I, and I tend to agree with that. Uh, the, the, the problem is, you know, we we, we did the, the, the profiles and we said they weren't profiles in courage when we looked at the data. Well, really what they are, are profiles in greed. Um, you know, dealers have figured out because of the shortages that they can, they can adjust their pricing in such a manner that they can really significantly influence their profit structure. And it, I wouldn't be surprised if dealers in the future, as they start to get more and more inventory, hide that inventory so that the people won't see it, so that they can keep adding the additional dealer markups and all the dealer installed accessories and all the protection packages that they're forcing people to buy. Um, this is a model that's working very well for dealers, even though dealers are complaining that they don't have enough vehicles. They don't really care at the moment that they don't have enough vehicles because they have more than enough profit to make up for that shortfall in vehicles. And the ones that always get hurt are the consumers, and they're the ones that will continue to get hurt. 
Yeah, no, I think you are hitting the nail on the head here. I am legitimately concerned for what the future looks like because you have laws in literally every state that make it so that if you're an original equipment manufacturer, unless your name's Tesla or Rivian or Lucid or one of these electric car companies, you can't sell direct to consumer. So no matter what, you have to go through the dealership. The dealership is making more money than ever before because of the supply-demand imbalance. And we own StopBuyingCars.com. Some people need to buy cars. We get it. But so yes. a lot of people are buying cars, even when manufacturers are able to allocate inventories again like they used to. I agree with you 100%. Why would I as a dealer group say, oh, load me back up with a 100-day supply of anything? Get the hell out of here. No, because we make 50% more profit when we have less vehicles and we can mark them up through the roof. This yes. concerns me. And it, and, it, and it all kind of points back to like, Sadly for me, probably more regulation, which is not necessarily what we should do. But because there is already so much red tape, you can't just have someone you can't just have someone come out and sell direct to consumer because there's already laws that fight you for doing that. Ugh, it's gross. Well, the, the, it's not if you only selectively enforce rules, laws and regulations, um, then it becomes apparent to 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 the vast majority who are never impacted for violating those rules, regulations, and laws, uh, that there's no need to follow them. So uh, it, it just it requires a little more moral clarity uh, on the part of those who own dealerships and who want to look at their businesses as a long-term business and treat people fairly. There are there are business models out there that have proven that if you consistently treat people fairly, they will continue to come back to you. You don't have to overcharge them for things. You just have to charge them a fair price. People don't mind you making a profit. What they mind is being forced to pay a profit on items that they didn't want, need, or expect. And that's what dealerships do. I would encourage every dealership owner to go to a high-end luxury hotel and see if those high-end luxury hotels have the nerve to charge them, I don't know, for sheets on the bed when they sleep at night. Or, oh, well, we've included an electric blanket for you, and that's an additional $50 for the evening. You might not have asked for that electric blanket, but there's one on your bed, whether you want it or not, and you're paying for it. And if that were to happen to every dealership principal, they they might stop doing some of the things that they do because they would see just how unfair some of their practices really are. So we've gotten the chat, Dad, from Bree Believe, thinking of building, ordering a vehicle in the near future. You have a video on that process, correct? And again, this comes from the Twitch, so we've got okay. to answer it. We do indeed. I'm actually going to pull it up on the screen real quick, and then maybe if someone can toss it in the chat as well. How to factory order a car for 2021. And Pops, when you were just down here in Bethesda, we actually filmed a brand new Deal School 2.0 with Miss Kimberly Klein in that as well. So within Deal School 2.0, we have some aspects about factory ordering a car, yes. but this is a great resource if you are going to factory order right now, which is still a viable option, one that can potentially be more cost effective than buying like a used car right now, for example. Exactly. 
All right, we've got a comment here from Facebook Live. I'll answer this real quick, Pops, with you. You folks, this is from Ken. You folks are a godsend. I bought my car in mid-July and followed your advice. Took the whole afternoon, five hours to get a deal, but not without them making me feel like I was stealing food from their kids' mouths. I don't believe for a second that they only made 500 on my car, but that's what they said. I never could have done it without your advice. Well, I, I guarantee you nobody's kids at the dealership are going hungry. At least not the owner's kids. U.S. Infantry Soldier over on Twitch says, remember cash for clunker effect on car sales. You want to talk about that real quick, Pop? I do remember cash for clunkers. And, and I know that there's a lot of people that think that that really robbed us of uh, a lot of, of pre-owned cars that might have been able to be available. But for the most part, the cars that it took off the road were cars that really should have been taken off the road. And and I can tell you, having been in the industry at that particular point in time that that was a godsend to have cash for clunkers because that really kind of sort of kick-started us back in in getting people back in the market and and literally i think it was two billion dollars of government funds that went uh to uh to the customers for cash for clunkers and i believe you know the government blew through that money in like 10 days. It was incredible, but it, it brought in such an influx of customers and, and uh, that the dealerships just at that point in time really needed. It's not like what's going on now. I mean, dealerships then were truly struggling to stay in business. And today, you know, you'd have to be an absolute idiot to, to screw it up so that you'd go out of business. We've got pops from uh, uh, California Justice. U U.S. Infantry Soldier, thank you for your service. Have a great Veterans Day. Yes, happy Veterans yes. Day. Thank you for your service to everyone who is a part of our armed forces. Pops, let's switch gears here. I'm going to put it in the chat real quick. We have the latest and greatest every single month back on the Join YAA website. We update new car inventory levels from the manufacturers who make that data available. Yes. This is your market day supply, all that fun stuff. And you, God bless you, you have you have collated all this and put it into an easy to read um, a little blog piece for people. And we actually have um, let me give me one second here, gang. Let me share my screen again. Uh, here we go. So we actually have this whole Google sheet that you can interact with as well. So if you come over here to the blog post, you can see the Google sheet that you can click on. And this has all of the source data. So for example, here, we're going to run. Can you, can you swipe left or right if you, if you like it or you don't like it? <laughs> That's not how spreadsheets work now. Okay. <laughs> um, but the spreadsheets are fun because you can actually add um, filters in here and you could see, okay, who had the biggest you know, inventory change? Well, Kia actually lost 9,000. Uh, uh, vehicles uh, from October to November. They went from a 32,000 32, vehicles in inventory to 23,000 vehicles in inventory, yeah. for example. Yeah, and then you could obviously see who gained the most. So Toyota actually uh, grew their inventories uh, by 29,600 from 83,200 to 112,800 Ford. Anyway, so like the data is all here for everyone to play around with. And then our analysis is back here on the website pops, I thought we could run through some of the numbers. Absolutely. So new cars that have the most inventory. So this is based on their day's supply. So that's going to be this column right here. We have the day's supply from November 1st and last month, November, or excuse me, October 1st. Gotcha. The EcoSport, 
There's 133 days supply of EcoSports out there. Last month, there were 6,500 EcoSports for sale in the United States. Now there's 6,900. No one's buying them is what that looks like. Uh, 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 that would be true. Next on the list, you have the Fusion, which obviously has gone out of production. There's just 100 that are sitting out there somewhere. Yes, and and you would think, uh, and 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 because there's only a hundred of them sitting out there somewhere, Ford's not going to put a lot of money on them to move them. They're going to say at this point, it's, hey, Mister and Mrs. Dealer, if, if you haven't figured out how to move these cars when there's an automobile shortage, <laughs> that's that's your dilemma, not ours. You've got the Mustang Mach-E with a 53 day supply, the Mustang with a 52 day supply, the Edge. There's 4,100 more edges out in the market right now, a 49-day supply. Genesis cars, there's only 3,500 out there right now in the market, but the 49-day supply, that's down from a 68-day supply last mm -hmm. month. Accurate ILX on here, the Broncos. Well, the, IL, the ILX has been discontinued, so those are the last 400. And and my guess is so they 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 made the last three hundred that they had left to make, <laughs> yep, and, and sent them to their dealers. So there's there's four hundred in inventory nationally between all the all the accurate dealers, and unless there's incentives or something, it's going to be difficult for those vehicles to be moved. And if you're new to the channel, days supply is the number of days needed to sell a vehicle in inventory based on the previous month's selling rate. Inventory is a unit count of vehicles on hand at dealerships, factory lots, ports of entry, and, tr and transit on a specific date. And so you can see here, there are 400 ILXs in inventory. The day supply is 46. Last month, there were 100 ILXs in inventory and a five-day supply. So it starts to give you this proxy of like yes. how quickly things are moving. And, and if I if I may, when it comes to like the Mustang Mach-E, yeah. well, probably most of those cars are in transit, but most of those cars are probably pre-sold. So, 100%. so sometimes, sometimes these numbers can be artificially inflated in this market, us, especially. Yes, to make us believe that there's there's actual inventory that's available when it's not really. Then we also put in here the solely just you know how many units of inventory are out there. So there's ninety five thousand Ford F series trucks out there right now. There's seventy three thousand Toyota trucks out there. Twenty four thousand seven hundred Ford Explorers. All of this is back on the YAA website. Let's actually go to the new cars that have the least inventory right now, Dad. Yes. The Subaru trucks. So those would be your Outbacks and your Foresters. And, and I don't know if I, um, I, yeah, I, I guess the Crosstrek falls into. Ah, I, don't I don't know. It might be your Crosstreks as well. Yes. We are down to a four. F-O-U-R, four days supply of inventory. Last month, there were 6,400 of those Crosstrex, Foresters, and Outbacks for sale in the United States. There are now just 4,500. Yes, that, that's crazy. I mean, that's just, that's just literally crazy. Subaru cars, they're at a five-day supply. Inventory levels down 200. The Honda Insights down to a nine-day supply, 700 of them for sale. Hyundai cars, those are your Sonatas, uh, uh, nine-day supply. We're down to just 6,200 Hyundai cars, Kia cars, 8,000 8, of them for sale in the United States, down to a nine-day supply. The Honda CRV, a 10-day supply. Yeah. I mean, this list, these are these are these are major players in the space, and they got no inventory. That that is correct, sir. None. 
Yeah. But then we also did it just based on total number of, of vehicles for sale. So for example, there's a hundred Ford Fusions out there, a hundred, a hundred, hundred Honda Clarities, uh, 90, excuse me, a hundred, uh, Volvo 90 series, the S 90, the 400 Acura ILXs, the list goes on and on. Take a peek at the data if you get a chance, but this is, we then break it down obviously by, um, by the different manufacturers. Yes. And like we said before, all the data is available for you to play with uh, here as well. Truly, truly unprecedented and remarkable what's going on. Yes, it is. Yeah, really, really nuts. And like you said, most of those are vehicles that are already spoken for. They're already sold. Well, yeah, I can assure you that when it comes to those uh, limited number of Subaru vehicles, that, that probably 98 or 99% of, of those are are spoken for before they ever get to the dealership where somebody has put a hold on it, put a deposit on it. It's got a customer's name next to it. Yep. Yep. Pops, I got two things for you today to, uh, uh, to be a part of our. Really? You You gotta gotta be be kidding me. Did I tell you what these two were? Um, I, I, I think sort of. Okay, well, one of them I don't I didn't understand the one at all, so. (laughs) So here's the deal. There's two things for really you got to be kidding me. First one is, it's actually a tweet I just tossed out there before we went live. Rivian went public yesterday. That means that the company can buy their stock um, on a stock exchange. The company, Dad. Did you know this Rivian? What do you think they're valued at? What do you how valuable do you think Rivian is? Uh, they they just started deliveries a couple months ago of their truck. I I think it was a couple weeks ago, not a yeah. couple months ago. Um, my understanding was at a certain point yesterday, their their uh, uh, what is it called market capitalization? Their market capitalization uh, surpassed a hundred billion dollars. But I but I I think it ended up. Uh, you know, some people uh, uh, caught themselves and, and it ended up at like $89 billion, um, which is not bad for a company that's maybe delivered 10 vehicles. So here's the deal, Pops. For the first part of really, you've got to be kidding me. Rivian's a $100 billion company. Yes. That means they are worth more than BP, $95 billion company. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've hardly been around. Moderna. $90 billion company. Okay. General freaking Motors is an $89 billion company and Rivian is more valuable than them. Uh, and, you know, Rivian's uh, uh, track record, you know, I mean, there's just so much to go on here. Um yeah. I'm Uber sorry. dead, $87.5 billion market cap. So, you know, yeah. Uber's in the pockets of every single consumer, but Rivian's got 10 trucks that they've sold. So yeah, yeah. But, but the good news is the good news. Here's the good news. Let's hear the good news. The good news is that Ford owns 12% of Rivian. Amazon owns 20% of Rivian. Um, so they're thinking to themselves, my God, if, if, even if they d- double their deliveries to 20, think of the money we can make. So, Pops, let this sink in. So, Ford's market cap is $79 billion, and they own 12% of Rivian, is what you're saying. Like, how much is Ford actually valued at? Like, that's insane to think about for a moment. And Ferrari stands absolutely no chance. They're only a $63 billion company. So, there you go. You know, and, and they probably deliver just about as many vehicles as Rivian does. <laughs> here's, here's the kicker. Yeah. This is the article on automotive news. This let me read this byline to you. 
Okay. After Rivian stock sale, here's how fresh cash will be used. That's the headline. Here's the byline or the lead. Rivian will not be profitable. He's the guy who wrote it. He gets Thank the you. byline. This is the lead. Rivian will not be profitable in the near future, no matter how well its electric vehicles sell. Wow. Well, you know, based on that, okay. You know, if if what I are we doing, Dad? What are we doing? Based on that, okay. You, our business should be worth hundreds of millions of dollars because because we can't make any money regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know I don't know why I'm living on the bay when I should be living on the ocean if we would just play our cards right. Gee. This is insane. I mean, literally, it says it right there. Rivian will not be profitable in the near future. No, no matter how well its electric vehicles sell. What the? What the? What does that mean? Why? Why? Why so are they? they uh, what? What are people betting on? Someone bet on us. Well, that's true. Oh my god! We did question their sanity. So what the hell? Raven, Ravon is cool. Thank you all. I really adore you guys. Take care. Appreciate that, Ravon. We really, really do. Truly nuts. Um, don't forget the Amazon order Rivian has. Yeah, U.S. Infantry Soldier. Yeah, they, you're right. No, so they've got things, but still. Yeah, just, yeah, there, there's 100,000 trucks that they're going to produce for Amazon. That, that is correct. You know, and, and Amazon's only scooping. Basically, Amazon's getting them at 20% off since they own 20% of the company. So this was the other really you got to be kidding me for today, Dad. And this is a positive really you got to be kidding me. We've talked about it a few times uh, uh, on the channel before. My mom was a teacher, special ed teacher at that. And one of the things she liked to do was each week she would try and call home to one of the students, their parents, and actually call home not for something bad that happened, but just to like surprise them and be like, hey, you're, you're your student, your kid, like they did well because no one ever acknowledges the good things. It's more, more fun. It's sexier. It's, it's more attractive to just like harp on the negative. We're going to do a really, you got to be kidding me for a dealership that's doing things right. Yeah. This is Al Sarah Auto Plaza. I have no affiliation with them whatsoever. I don't even know if, if, uh, uh, you know, where they are or anything like that, but here's what I'm impressed with. What, you, what, you know what I was impressed with? They've got some of the most handsome <laughs> Yeah, I've ever seen. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. If you scroll down, they have in real time updating their Google reviews. Yeah. And they reply to everyone. Good, bad, and ugly. They reply to every single one here. I didn't this, see anything other than good. And and I didn't see anything other than good. And look, okay, each of there's them. There's a four star instead of a five star. Yeah. My salesperson, Cameron Pender, was great. Like, uh, my lease was expiring, and with the chip shortage, I was under the wire. This is so. Anyway, Al Sarah, kudos to you. Kudos to you for being out there with your reviews and being upfront. That gets the first ever. Really, you got to be kidding me for doing something right. Well, you know, it, it it's got to happen occasionally. Every once in a while. Yes, one would think. We've got Michael over there on uh, uh, Facebook Live saying hi, guys. Hey, Michael. Yes. Hello, Michael. <laughs> Good seeing you. <laughs> well, Pops, that's all I had on my end. Any parting shots from you? Um, no. Well, God knows what, what we'll have news-wise tomorrow. But whatever it is, know that at, at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, um, we'll be right back here with the YAA's news that you can use live.
And just a reminder, we are now able to sell the YA extended warranty with monthly payments. So super happy about that. So check out the link I just tossed in the chat. Are, are those interest-free monthly payments? Interest-free up to 36 months. We still just make our $500 when we sell them. So if you're going to buy an extended warranty, if you're holding on to your car instead of buying one, let us help you with that. And the other thing is our vehicle listings are getting so close. Pops, we've got a team meeting in two and a half hours at 3 p.m. Eastern. I think there's going to be a little demo of what we're doing on uh, 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 with the listings. I'm really excited about the progress we're making there. So uh, was that your way of telling me I got somewhere to be at three? It's on your calendar. I sent you an invite. <laughs> I know it is. Grand Blanc. Maybe it's Grand Blanc Township in Michigan is where that dealership is. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, very cool. Thank you for letting us know. And yes, thank you to all the veterans out there. Thank you, everyone, for being here as well. And Pops, I'll see you at three. Okay. Have a uh, have a good uh, two and a half hour break. <laughs> love you, Dad. I love you too. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye bye. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.